We are getting closer and closer to the season opener for Richmond Spider football. We're going to talk about that and how the Spiders have been prepping in edition number four of the Spider Insight Podcast. Hi again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in along with Matt McAllister. I'm Bob Black as we get set for the start of the 2019 season. The Spiders in the books, Matt, with scrimmage number two at the end of last week. I know it was a little bit of a weather-delayed scrimmage as Coach Huseman and the staff wanted to put the guys through the paces during the daytime when they'll play some of their games this season and kind of get them into that routine. Give me an overall analysis of what went on in that scrimmage, what the coaches were looking for, and what you saw coming out of that scrimmage. Yeah, this second scrimmage is definitely a little bit different than the first scrimmage. Uh, you know, coaches definitely worked on a lot more – uh, special situations in the scrimmage. Uh, there was a lot of time spent on overtime situations uh, where, you know, the ones, the twos, the threes each got an opportunity with ball in the 25, needing to score a touchdown, uh, playing a lot of different situations like that, the two-minute situation. Uh, so there wasn't as much of a game a- atmosphere. Uh, it was more uh, different series that the ones and twos were able to play. I, I would say I thought the defense played really well, especially the defensive backs. I thought they, they made a lot of plays on the ball, uh, which is something that uh, Coach West has been talking about all fall here is is making plays, uh, whether it's interceptions, which there was two in the scrimmage, or just getting your hand on the ball and, and making a play. So I think you saw a lot of that competition that we've been seeing all fall kind of translate into that scrimmage. Aaron Banks and Rowan Williams had the interceptions that Matt was alluding to in that scrimmage. All preseason long, we've talked about how the defensive line is the strength maybe of the entire football team, certainly of the defense. But now to your point, the defensive secondary seems to have gotten its position group into the discussion about best parts of the Spider football team, huh? Yeah, and that secondary definitely starts with Daniel Jones and Trent Williams. I mean, when you have two seniors back there that have played as much as they have played and started as many games that they have started, I think that kind of solidifies your secondary. And then as we've talked about before, you know, you, you return your two starting corners in Marcus Vincent and Noah Nicholson, but you add to that uh, Brandon Feimster and Roland Williams that just elevates the entire room. Uh, because you even have guys like Tyreek Funderburk and Aaron Banks, uh, now Harris, that are playing really well in the fall. So I think collectively as a group, uh, that that uh, unit is much deeper, much stronger than it was last year. We're going to talk a lot more offensive football today with our special guest coming up in just a couple of moments. But let me get your perspective of the offensive side of the ball in that scrimmage. And as you said, they worked on a lot of situational stuff, whether that was two-minute drill, one-minute drill, overtime, that sort of thing. But what did you see from the Spider offense? The the Spider offense uh, kind of had their ups and downs. Uh, They were able to run the ball a little bit, especially in those overtime situations. Uh, I thought Bo English uh, looked well, did well, especially in those overtime situations. Uh, Joe and Reed both had uh, chances and, and scored some touchdowns in those situations as well. Uh, and I thought the offensive line held its own against that uh, defensive line. Uh, like I said, I thought the the plays were made more by the secondary than possibly they're getting a pass rush on them. Uh, so I thought the the offense uh, did well, but uh, the defense definitely won the day. 
All right, so this is Tuesday as we record and come to you and we'll post our Spider Insight podcast. Since the scrimmage on Friday that the Spiders practiced Saturday and Sunday, took Monday off. We'll talk a little bit more about their entertaining day off on Monday and then a Tuesday practice leading to Wednesday, which will pretty much start game week for the Spiders with Richmond opening next Thursday night against Jacksonville. So is that fairly accurate from an itinerary standpoint that beginning Wednesday it'll look like game week? And I know Coach Huseman has several decisions to make, but there's one that I know most Spider fans are interested to hear the outcome. Yeah, Wednesday will officially start the game week. That's when they will start their Jacksonville install with the players. Uh, coaches obviously have been working on it for a while now. Uh, been doing a lot of the scouting of Jacksonville all summer. Uh, Coach Huseman told me last week that they start they got back into it as coaches last week, and now they'll start to give it uh, to the players starting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, really is when they'll start to get into that Jacksonville. Don't want to get into it too much because he said it's hard to keep their attention on all those details for very long uh, and wants to keep it like a regular week. Uh, so that's why they'll, they'll, they'll start Wednesday. And uh, Coach Huseman has said that he, he wants to have that quarterback competition, that, that starter uh, decided by that point. So I think it just helps the team uh, as they prepare for that first game to kind of know who the guy's going to be. And you know, we talked about it last week. You know, I, I think especially after that scrimmage, it's, it's going to come down to Joe Mancuso and uh, Bo English as those two. So it'll be interesting to see uh, which way coach goes. I think he has one more practice Wednesday morning that he's going to look at and and uh, decide some at some point Wednesday, uh, and then we'll be moving forward. How about who and what will be behind that quarterback, Matt, in the backfield, the running backs? And we're going to talk with one of them, the veteran of the group, if you will, Xavier Goodall, will join us here in a couple moments, and we'll talk some spider offense football and the running game and that sort of thing. But what are you seeing not only from Goodall but the other guys who are back there, whether that's uh, Mylon Howard, whether that's Aaron Dykes, whether that's Devin Campbell? Uh, seems like a pretty talented, crowded room for the running backs. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, I think that running back group is – uh, as good as advertised, uh, that that group I think benefited the most from that redshirt role last year. You know, you had Aaron Dykes and Mylon Howard each get four games. Uh, you know, Aaron Dykes had a lot of carries in that James Madison game, so it, it wasn't just uh, you know beginning of the year games uh, where it was late minute mop up duty. You know, they they were starting and they were getting lots of carries, so they bring a lot of experience for a redshirt freshman. Uh, I think there's just a lot of talent there, and I, I really do think that uh, Xavier Goodall uh, is ready for a big bounce back year. Uh, as we, you know, talked to him here when we were out of practice today, he had a couple of runs and he was coming off the field very excited, uh, saying that you know he's back and this is reminding him of the William and Mary game. So I think it's really the first time that I've seen him uh, in that fall camp, uh, kind of get over that hump of coming back from an injury. Well, that's a pretty good introduction for our guest on this edition of our Spider Insight podcast. Yeah, Xavier Goodall two years ago had that 180-yard rushing game and two touchdowns against William Mary. Unfortunately, missed all of last year, injured in the preseason. So with that in mind, Xavier, my first question to you would be, what has this preseason camp been like for you, for the offense, and the entire Spider football team? Uh, preseason for us as a team has been great. Uh, it's been less, for the most part, it's been no injuries for um Probably like one or two, but it's been great overall. Coach Houston has been taking care of us um, from the offensive side of the ball. I can say that me, Joe, Bo, Malin, Dykes, uh, we all have a great relationship, including the wide receivers, wide receivers with um, Chuck, Keystone. Everybody's been doing great, so day by day, taking a huge step. 
What's your mindset been coming back from that injury and getting ready to play what we all will hope will be a full season of football? My mindset is basically it's been getting back to normal. Uh, just taking a day at a time, um, trying to be the best I can be. We talked earlier, uh, you know, I think in the last week, you know, to 10 days that you said it, you started to feel, you know, kind of like your old self. You know, today in practice you ran off a big run and you were like, I'm back. You know, <laughs> just talk about that feeling, you know, of kind of getting over that hurdle. In the beginning of the camp, uh, I kind of started off a little shaky uh, until my running back coach, coach, I mean, Coach McNair, he got in my ear a little bit and just told me, like, hey, relax, you you're a Division One college athlete, play football. And he, ch- he kind of took me a little challenge because me and him both have, like, a competitive relationship. He challenged me. I challenged him in the film room and then on the field. And so he basically was like, hey, play football. It's what you do. And I just wanted to show him that I could still do it. How much uh, easier was that said than done? I mean, at some point did you kind of say, wow, this is a little bit difficult, but, but over the next few weeks I'm going to get there? Yeah, of course. Um, when I started off, I just was like, it's going to be difficult. But as the days start getting closer and I realized how much time I got left, so like about a week ago, and I realized I had like 14, 15 days left. And I, so I made a promise to myself that I was going to win every single 15 days from that moment forward. So far, I've been 5-0. Now, I'm sure you're just itching to get back to the on the field for a game. You know, I think I did the math. It's 649 days since you last played a game. You know, so how excited will you be on Thursday night when the ball goes in the air against Jacksonville? Uh, I'm going to be excited. Uh, even in practice, Coach Minera tells me, like, I'm too anxious. Like, I'm just too anxious to run through the holes. And so, therefore, Saturday night, of course, after the first hit or the second hit, then I realized, like, oh, we're playing football, football, so we're good now. The uh, battle cry we have heard all preseason camp, particularly from Coach Huseman, is ball security. Not as many turnovers as last year. What have you done to try and make sure that happens both for yourself and for your other offensive teammates, that that turnover number is as minimal as it can be this year? Yeah, um, yeah um, for the turnover battle, turnover um for the turnover battle, Coach Houston basically talked to us about it. He stated it inside the meeting room. I'm pretty sure like the first week of camp, and he let us know how many turnovers we had, and it was, it was not good. So therefore, we realized that turnovers made us lose a lot of games because it gave the opponent the ball back. And so for us and for me, I basically be talking in the running back room. Hey, we're not going to be the reason why. We cause turnovers and get on the quarterbacks as well. They're not going to be the reason. The wide receivers not going to be the reason. So therefore, if none of us be the reason, can't turn the ball over. Your running back room has lots of talent in it. Uh, in that competition each day, you guys kind of, you know, can make each other better with that competition. Just talk about, you know, that group of running backs you guys have that, that you know, each one can, you know, come up with a big play and, and you guys support each other. For for Aaron Dykes, uh, he supports us with the big physical back. He's the, he's the way he's the highest in the room. Uh, Malin, he's the fastest in the room. I can say for myself, I'm more elusive. You got Dev. He's more of a, like, the go-to guy. He knows it all. So he's like the, the teacher in the room. Then you got Savion, and you also got Jake Hunt. So, therefore, we've take, we taken everybody for a wing, and we realize that it's multiple pieces to a puzzle. I feel like you're the veteran of the group. I'm not sure technically and on the stat sheet that's the case. Maybe it's because I watched you play in high school here as well as in college. Do you feel that way, and what can you bring to that room as a leader in the running back court? I ultimately do feel that way. That I'm the running I'm, I'm the the oldest guy in the room, and I played the most in, played the most in college snaps. And so basically I, by, by me doing that, I'm able to tell um, the other running backs in the room, like, hey, this might hit there in the game, or, hey, it might not look the same in the game. So pace yourself because game speed is totally different from practice speed. How important uh, is it this year to, you know, get get a good running game, you know, so help support, 
you know, whichever quarterback it is and, uh, and, and support that team. Uh, so how important is that, that running game for us this year? Uh, for the running game, me and Joe, me and Joe, Joe Mancuso, we had a talk the other day. He basically told me that, hey, like, I'm going to start handing the ball off more because in order for us to open up our passing game, we need you to run the ball. We need Aaron Dykes to run the ball. We need Malin Howard to run the ball. So, therefore, in order for us to have a great passing game, we got to have also have a, a better running game. You can't entirely live in the past, but how much can you draw upon the last game that you played a significant role, and that was the William & Mary game in which you were so good two years ago? I guess from the William & Mary game and all my previous other games, I guess I set a high standard for myself. So when I get back, it's not like I can take a game off or another game off or two games off. So, therefore, it's like, hey, this is your expectations. So by game one, you got to exceed those expectations and shoot for another one. And final question is, you know, you're you're back playing at home, playing in front of your hometown fans. You know, how excited are, are you and your family, you know, to get to see you uh, play on Thursday night? Oh, they're excited. Uh, their main goal was, hey, Xavier, just make it through camp, and you're going to make it through the season. <laughs> so that was just that. And I mentioned at the outset that you're basically into game week now, and one of the things that signified kind of the end of training camp was the day off that you guys had on Monday and an opportunity to go play some games. And I'm not talking about a, a football game. The coaching staff took the team uh, to Dave and Buster's for a little R&R and a little friendly competition. What was that like, and what was your go-to game over there? Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank Coach Huseman and the whole coaching staff and everybody else who – presented us with the opportunity as well as the captains as well daniel jones maurice and set upon it uh but for my go-to game during the dave and busters was it was like a connect four basketball game which everybody knows connect four you got to get four the same colors in the same row horizontal vertical uh so therefore me and coach mcnair he came over and he challenged me i beat him the first time and the second time we just made it more competitive and so we put push us on the line guys had a great time though it was a nice break from football wasn't it yes sir but now, catch y'all Thursday night, um, August 29th, 7 o'clock, University of Richmond. Uh, Xavier, you know you know he's excited about the game. You know, It's been 649 days since he played in a game for the Spiders. So uh, I, I know he's excited. I know the fans are excited. And it's, it's getting close, Bob. I actually can't imagine what he's going through right now, you know, tearing each page off of the calendar figuratively to get back on the field in a game after that long a period of time. And as you asked him about playing at home, not just University of Richmond home, but his home, having grown up in this area. So I think we're all excited to see him play back there. And I love the competition back there. I think he's gotten better because Mylon Howard and Aaron Dykes and Devin Campbell have pushed him to get better and vice versa. Yeah, I think that that whole group uh, is such a strength for the team. And you know, as we talked about, uh, if that running game can get going, it just alleviates the pressure on the quarterback, the wide receivers, uh, everyone on that offense. And once that running game gets going, it, it makes everyone else's job a little bit easier. Just hold on to the ball, though, right? That's what he really talked about, and that's what Coach Huseman and all the offensive coaches have been preaching is just don't turn the ball over. And you could hear in Xavier's voice, he understands that message loud and clear. Yeah, I think all fall that they've talked about uh, not losing the ball. Had way too many of those last year and way too many of those in inopportune times. So uh, I would expect and fully hope that uh, the Spiders' uh, ball control will be a a lot better this year. Hey, his eyes really uh, lit up, and you could hear it in his voice also, the excitement and 
really the thankfulness. I was impressed by that that he had over the Monday off day and the trip to Dave and Buster's for lunch and then an opportunity to play some video games. Uh, you were there for that. What was kind of your experience? Did you get a chance to play at all? Well, we did not get a chance to play. We, we were too busy documenting. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you get into fall camp, and it, it's such a grind after a while. And especially, you know, this past weekend, they were going in the afternoon, and it was hot this past weekend. Uh, you know, on, on Sunday, uh, Ryan Cole's shoe, the whole sole melted off on, on the turf. That's how hot it was. The glue melted, and his shoe just fell apart. Uh, so it was a hot one. So I think this was a well-timed and well-needed break uh from practice uh, got the guys a chance to just not think about football for a couple hours have some fun have some team bonding uh but the competition juices were still flowing <laughs> uh you know there was there was lots of video games and then you know probably the the area that was uh, the most was the couple different basketball games that they had. A couple, of the, uh, there was a small football throwing one, and then the the air hockey table, and they had a, a four person air hockey table. Ooh. So those were getting a little little heated and a little uh, exciting back and forth. Uh, so I think they had a lot of fun, and you know Xavier and uh, Coach McNair ha- had a nice little battle in a row, and. Uh, Xavier made sure I was documenting uh, his victories. (laughs) And if you'd like to see that, Matt's documentation is on our website at richmondspiders.com. There's a really nice video. Take a look at that. John O'Connor from the Richmond Times-Dispatch was out there. He documented. He's got a feature story in the Tuesday uh, paper and online at richmond.com as well. And now the guys are back to focusing on football and getting ready for the opener next Thursday night. So speaking of media, let's give our audience a couple of Reminders, Matt, and we can certainly do it again next week. But uh, Thursday night, August 29th at 7 o'clock, as Xavier pointed out, um, at 7, the Spiders play Jacksonville. The game will be televised. We will have it on Masson, our regional sports network, Masson. will carry that game at 7 o'clock on Thursday, August 29th. And free video streaming is available for that game at richmondspiders.com. You do not need a password or anything. You can just watch that one uh, for free to kind of kick off the season. And then one more media note, uh, and again, this is on richmondspiders.com as well. For the first time in a dozen years, we're switching locations of our coaches' radio show, and we're changing the name as well. We're moving to Buzz and Ned's, which is the official barbecue of the University of Richmond Spiders, and available right here at Robin Stadium. Thursday, noon to 1, the time stays the same on ESPN Richmond, 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM. But at Buzz and Ned's, their West Broad Street location will be the new home of our radio show which is now Spider Talk with Coach Russ Huseman and Matt. Kind of the same format for the most part, meaning that Coach Huseman will be there, and you'll also be bringing a couple of uh, special player guests every week, which I know is a very popular component for our fans. Now, Bob, I'll give you a lot of credit on this one because you've taken Coach Huseman to heart. And he said we were changing everything <laughs> this year, and you you were on board with with the changing of everything with the radio show as well. New location, new name, and, and, a, and a new format. You know, Coach Huseman will still be there. We'll have some guests there. Uh, you know, but we are moving away a little bit from the the, the call and aspect of the show. Uh, fans will still have the chance to you know submit some questions, whether it's text, email, or social media. Uh, but we figured more time with Coach Huseman and our uh, selected student-athletes is better for our fans and attendance and listening. 
Well, I know I'm getting older, but that doesn't mean I can't modernize. So I've gone modern here, and our interaction will be the online variety of interaction. In all seriousness, you'll be able to email questions and comments, text them to us, tweet them to us. And the thing I really like about it, Matt, and we did kind of start this in the last year or so, is you can do that anytime. You don't have to do that in the one hour that we're on the air. So if you come to the game Thursday night and you're in the car, not driving, but on your way home and you think of a question about what happened in the game, you can text it or tweet it at us or email it to us right then and there, and we'll respond to it on the show. Hopefully this Thursday night all, all those questions will be nice, positive questions uh, as the Spiders start with Jacksonville and uh, hopefully have a really strong start to the season. Full preview of that game coming up on next week's Spider Insight Podcast, as well as we will take a full look at the two deep for the Spiders, starting with the quarterback position but moving through right, right through both sides of the ball and special teams as well. Yeah, Coach Usman uh, is is looking to finalize that that two deep as we head into the game week. Not only with that quarterback position, uh, but up and down the lineup. And I, I think at this point, you know, anyone that's been you know injured through the fall, you know, at this point, if they're not coming back at this point, is it's going to be hard for them to play in that first week without uh, many practices under their belt. So uh, I know I know the players are really excited uh, for this time of year, and, and they can kind of feel that game week coming on. Thanks for tuning in to edition four of the Spider Insight Podcast. Thanks to our special guest, Spider running back Xavier Goodall. Matt, thanks. We'll be looking forward to next week's edition. Thank you, Bob. For Matt McAllister, Bob Black saying so long for the Spider Insight Podcast. We'll talk to you next week from Robin Stadium with our next edition of the Spider Insight Podcast.